0: program created by Rio Grande. Sonoma County Sheriff's Office calling all cars. Attention all cars. Broadcast 253 regarding a barking dog. Investigate the trouble. That's all. go. Awaits the events which a few more hours may bring to Europe with inevitable repercussions in this our native land, there is being waged within our own borders a relentless war against the lustful legions of the underworld. And in this oft-times mortal combat, it is the constant vigilance and perfect fighting equipment of our army of the law that triumphs over the surprise attacks of the enemies of society. We are proud of the considerable part played in each victory of law and order by real grandly cracked gasoline, Deeply gratified are we that more police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other public service equipment are sped on their emergency errands by real de cracks wherever it is sold than any other brand. We are proud of the fact that heads of our California state and federal government and tens of thousands of motorists have joined the long list of city and county officials in bringing the public service record of this truly superior motor fuel to an all-time high. If your motor doesn't snap to attention at your first command, if it fails to obey orders, as it should, drive into the red and white Rio Grande station in your neighborhood and enlist the aid of Rio Grande Crack. Get police car performance in your car with Rio Grande Crack, the most highly recommended public serving gasoline sold in the West. The story we are to hear tonight has been taken from the confidential files of the Sheriff of Sonoma County. It is our pleasure to present Sheriff Patterson of Sonoma County. As long as human passions remain such, we will have crime. But irrespective of how cleverly a crime is planned or how much effort is made to conceal it, a law enforcement agency will eventually bring the criminal to justice. The statement that crime does not pay has become a truism. Nevertheless, day after day, men and women scheme to try to find ways to be the game that by its very nature is a losing one. As clever as a criminal may be, the peace officer is trained to be more cunning. And in the end, he will eventually bring home to the criminal the realization that crime is a losing proposition. Now, how this fact was brought home to the persons involved in tonight's story, we shall hear as the program progresses. <laughs> out there. Oh, it's you. What do you got that rifle for? Hey, don't point it at me. Stop it, I tell you. Now, listen. I know you don't like me, but don't do that. You'll hang. You can't get away with anything like that. Put
1: that gun down. I'll give you anything you want, even money. Now, please don't. Why don't you say something? Stop pointing that gun!
2: Dan, what time is it? Well, if we're speaking, I should say it was night time. All right, Dan, I want to know what time it is. I want to know the time for. I want to know if it's time to go home. The dance isn't over.
0: Will you tell all me? All right, all right. Five after eleven.
2: Well, let's go. The place is getting on my nerves.
0: Well, I right, just enough to get here. What's the matter with you tonight? There's
2: nothing the matter with me tonight. Are you going to take me home or aren't you?
0: Okay, where's the rest of them?
2: Sent them out to the car.
0: Then you knew what time it was.
2: What do you mean by that, Craig? Oh, nothing.
0: I, know. I just can't figure you out sometimes.
2: Well, don't try to figure me out. You've got to get wrecked.
0: That's another thing. What you ever brought that dog along for, I don't know. I've got dog hairs all over me.
2: You can get them off. It's nice, nice man for so the time in here. Rick, keep
0: quiet. Well, you'll crawl all over us all the way home. Wouldn't mind if it was a poodle, but a police. He so. crawls
2: over me, too, don't
0: yeah. he? If I had my way, we'd tie him on back in the car and see how fast he can run.
2: Don't we'll kill Rick, till I get this rope untied. There. Get down, Rick. Get down.
0: Get down, you're
2: up. Don't you kick him. He'll bite you.
0: I believe the ugly cur would at that.
2: Now, let's go get the kids from the picture show.
0: They won't be out until 12.
2: Well, you'll have to go in and find them. Why don't you? They're
0: your kids.
2: You know my eyes aren't good enough to see anything in a dark place like that.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't let your husband bring you to the dance. <laughs> That i ride. I'm too tired to get out. If you ever bring that dog door... Oh, like stop ben...
2: harping about that. Now, you children stay in the car a minute. Dan, you go in and see if my husband's still up. Of course he is, Mother. The lights still on in the kitchen. Well, go ask him to come out for a minute, Dan.
0: Why don't you go ask him? He's your husband. Oh,
2: do what I tell you. I... I want to
0: look at the moonlight. For crying out loud, I think you're nuts. Your old man's going to think so, too, when I ask him to come out and look at the moonlight. <laughs> Gee, it is
2: a swell night, isn't it? Yeah. You'd better go tie up the dog, Jane. Why? Is anybody coming? No, but tie him up anyhow. But why? Do what I tell you. All right, but don't get so excited. The middle come here, quick. What do you want? What's the matter? Come here, make the kids stay in the car. You children stay there. What's the matter, Dan? Dan, is there anything wrong? is Mr. German? Isn't he in there?
0: No, he's not in here. Something else is.
2: What is it, Dan? What is it?
0: Look, it's on the floor. Here.
2: Oh, it's blood! Something's happened, Dan. Something terrible. I know it. What are we going to do?
0: Just better look around. You got a flashlight?
2: Yeah, there's one in the drawer.
0: want to come with me?
2: Yeah, I got to, Dan. I've just got to.
0: Right, but it looks bad.
2: Dan, you were at the dance all evening, weren't you? You didn't go out, did you? Of
0: course not. I danced every dance with you, didn't I?
2: Yeah, sure. And lots of people saw you there, didn't
0: they? Uh, Sure. Listen, you don't mean that people might think that I... I
2: don't know, Dan. I'm scared.
0: So am I. Uh, Look, something's been dragged along here. Looks like it was a body.
2: How do you know it was a body?
0: I don't know what it was. How
2: course I go? Look. Look, it was through the break breaking the fence here.
0: Where? Over this furrowed ground.
2: What's that out there?
0: That's it. It's him.
2: I can't look, Dan. Tell me quick as he did. Yeah.
0: he's dead, all the right. kids tonight.
2: I forgot about them. You take him into the hotel in town, Dan.
0: I'll phone the sheriff. Yeah, you phone the sheriff, and when he gets here, you tell him where I went. And tell him I'll come right back, because if I don't come back, they will come and get me. In response to a frantic telephone call from the wife of the murdered man, Sheriff Terry Patterson and Deputy Melvin Floor, fed to the ranch. They were greeted with the vicious barking of the dog, the rest. <laughs> Like a mighty vicious dog. No wonder it didn't go after the killer. Well, that's an angle. If it wasn't tied up, it proved that the dog knew the guy that killed German. Wait a minute. Even if it was tied up, its barking should have warned him. So the dog must have known the murderer. That's right. Well, we'll have to ask about that. There's a funny set of footprints leading off into the dark, there. Eh? Well, we can find yeah. out where the track leads to tomorrow. Here's the body. Doesn't look like there was any struggle There have been a lot of struggle somewhere else, though. We'll find that out when we get in the house Throw your flashlight down here Okay Hmm There are a lot of footprints And There's a set of prints that have been made by somebody dragging their feet Must have been a cripple Uh-huh A cripple couldn't drag this body Whoever made those tracks scuffed his feet deliberately Whoever pulled this job was smart. I thought he was. Well, looks like that lets the wife out. Doesn't let anybody out. Shine that light a little closer down here, will you? All right. Well, there's a bullet hole in this man's throat. Oh, here's something. What have you found? Look at the back of this fellow's neck. There's been a rope around it. Here's some of the fibers still clinging to the flesh. So we'll just if take them along compared with any ropes, we might happen to pick up. A... They'll probably find the ropes bloody, too. Let's go in the house. I want to talk to the German. You know, I can't figure out about that dog. It just doesn't make sense that a guy would sit in the house while that dog was raising so much food. I've been thinking about that. We'll find out in just a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Huh? What's that on the ground down there? The man's watch. Crystal broken. Well, we'll just take this along. But the hands are bent. Stopped about nine thirty-five. That fixes the time he got it, or was dragged down the steps here. Maybe. Please
3: don't cry,
0: mother. Oh, uh, we know how badly you feel about this, Mrs. German. But in order to apprehend the murderer of your husband, we've got to ask you to tell us all you can. Do you recognize this watch, Mrs. German?
1: It's his. I
3: found he's out there. Mother, please don't lie down. I'll tell them what they want to know. I'll come in for you as soon as I can.
0: Did your father have any enemies?
3: Not a one in the world.
0: Have you found any signs of robbery?
3: No. We found his wallet here on the kitchen floor, and the money's still in it.
0: Now, just tell us everything that's happened this evening.
3: Well, father didn't feel like going to the dance, so Dan Phelps took mother. He's coming back here as soon as he leaves my brother and sister at the hotel in town. We had a good time at the dance and about 11 o'clock we left and picked up my brother and sister who had gone to the show. Then we drove home. When we got here we saw the light on in the kitchen but Dad wasn't in the house. So then we started looking for him. Dan and Mother and I after I tied up the dog. We'd taken him to the dance with us. So Dan found Dad out there in the field. So Mother phoned you right away, and that's everything that's happened until you got here.
0: So uh, you took the dog to the dance with you? Yes. But why did you do a thing like that?
3: He has a nasty habit of running after the car. He did it tonight, and we didn't want him to get lost. It was too late to bring him back, so we took him in the car.
0: Hmm. Now, just suppose, Miss German, that the dog had been here instead of at the dance. Would he have attacked an intruder or barked at him? The point is, he barked at us. Yeah. He didn't know us. But would he have barked at someone he knew if he'd been here?
3: Yes. He's vicious with everyone except the family.
0: Oh, he's vicious with everyone, eh?
2: Jay, I'm feeling better now. What were you saying?
0: We were asking about the dog. understand he's a good watchdog.
2: Yes. I had Jane tie him up so he wouldn't bother you. Oh,
0: so he wouldn't bother us. Well, I'm glad you did that, Mrs. German. mighty glad. Now, uh, Jane, will you tell us again just what happened when you got home from the dance and got out of the car?
2: Certainly. I'll tell him, Jane.
0: No, I'll let your daughter tell us. Oh, go ahead, Jane.
3: Well, mother asked Dan to go in the house for father, and then she asked me to tie Rex up and
0: So he wouldn't bother us? In other words, Mrs. German, you knew we were coming out here before you found your husband's body. You knew someone had murdered him. No.
2: No, that's not true. Mother, what do they mean? That's not the way it happened, I tell you.
0: How did it happen then?
2: It wasn't that way. It was... Oh, I can't remember.
0: Listen, you know plenty about this. Now, tell us the truth. Who did it?
2: I don't know. I don't know a thing about it. I don't! I don't! I don't! I don't. <laughs>
0: With the evidence of the murdered man's watch to mark the hour when his dead body was dragged from the kitchen, supported by the evidence of the coroner's report that German had been dead not more than two hours, Sheriff Patterson and his deputies began checking the stories told by the dead man's family. A fingerprint in blood on the kitchen door was photographed, and the deadly bullet was proved to have come from a 22 caliber rifle. Several days later, in the sheriff's office, Patterson confers the floor. And Mildred spent $60 for clothes the day before her husband was killed. Oh, that's interesting. Sort of unusual for a ranch wife to spend that kind of dough. Did you check on the rest of their alibis? Yep. they okay. They were at the dance before 9.35 and stayed there all evening. The kids were at the movie. Mm, what did you find out about this Dan Phelps that was with her? His record's clean. Well known, well liked. Mm-hmm. According to the neighbors, German was plenty stingy. Never gave his wife any money, and the kids went around and made over clothes. Now, I wonder where she got that money. Why don't you ask her? i questioned her every day. She shot up like a clam. If we could find the guy that gave her that dough... Yeah. We'd well, have the murderer. You don't suppose Phelps gave it to huh? her? Oh, He never had $60 once in his life. I'm going to let him go. The other prisoners are going to miss him, though. He keeps them entertained with retations. Uh, <laughs> personally, I'm uh, fed up with his screwball imitation here. I believe Mrs. German is covering up something. That episode worried me. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to a couple of women dressed for a dance to load a big dog like that in the car and take him with them. Well, it's not exactly usual either for a middle aged married woman to be running around to dances with a guy half her age either. Uh, some of the gossip I've picked up indicates that this uh, fellow Phelps he used to room with a German family. Hmm? Well, he never told us about that. Why don't we bring her in and talk to her about it? That's a good idea. Wait a minute. Let's get on a the little act. They're both out in the next office. You go out and send Phelps in here and leave the door open so no good can hear us. What are you going to do? We're going to find out what's between them. Okay, that'll be something. Come in, Dan. Yeah, sit down. How do you feel? Oh, all right, I guess. Have a cigarette? Thanks, I sure need one. Phelps? I'm dealing you on more than suspicion.
2: You can't take him. You can't arrest him. He didn't kill John. He didn't... You have... me. I love him. Sure I do. John German was a drunken beast. But Dan never killed him. He never did it. I swear he didn't. How do you know? You know we weren't at home when John was killed. None of us.
0: No. Not even the dog. But we'll find out who did it and why. <laughs> While Sheriff Patterson and under-Sheriff Money checked every available lead in town, Deputy Paul was busy in the community surrounding the German home, running down clues and questioning neighbors about possible enemies of the slain man. At last, late in the afternoon, Flora called the office and Sheriff Patterson said to the German farm, Well, what's all the excitement, Mel? I believe I got a lead on that news for you. You mean the rope was around German's neck? Yeah, I'm pretty positive it's the same rope. I've compared the strands we found on German's neck to this rope, and it appears to be the same. Here, take a look at it. Hmm. It does look like it, doesn't it? Yeah, and those stains there. I'd say they're blood stains. Well, I believe you've really found something this time. Where'd you find this rope? Right over there in those bushes. I followed those dragging tracks out this way, and the rope was lying under a bush right by that fence there. Who lives over there? Old fellow named Williams. Happy Williams. Who's he? Well, from what I can find out from the neighbors, he's been living here for years. Knows practically everybody. Know the Germans? Yeah, according to reports. That's really how I happened to be over this way. I was going to stop by and talk to Williams, but after I found the rope, I didn't go. Called you. Yeah, that's a better idea. After all, this rope may not be the one we're looking for. I don't know who's crazier, Williams or his neighbors. Why so? Well, he's silly, but as kind hearted as they come. Yeah. Well, that is being crazy in this day and age. But the crazy idea that people have about him is that he's got lots of money hoarded. Oh, they say that about every hermit. Yeah. Well I talked to several people who say that they saw him fight a roll that would choke a cow. hmm. Well, let's take a visit over to see our hammered friend. It'll be like visiting a branch bug house if the inside's anything like the outside of the dump. Well, maybe he's got another piece of rope and I hope a twenty two rifle. Mm-hmm. And if he has, we'll borrow it. <laughs> If this isn't a typical hermit shack, I never saw one. Looks even more dilapidated than I imagined it would. And that's saying something.
1: Howdy, boys. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> Who might you be looking for? Are
0: you happy, Williams?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure, that's me. Well, we're looking for you. You don't see, <laughs> I ain't had a visitor
0: for nine and three years. Uh, you sure? You ain't looking for somebody else, huh? Oh, yeah, we're sure. Huh? Do you mind if we come in for a minute? We have a few questions to ask.
1: Oh, sure. Come in and make yourself to home. Thanks. Uh, what there is of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, uh, any questions you'll ask will be gratefully received, as the saying goes.
0: <laughs> um, what did you put that heavy chain on the door for?
1: Oh, 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 oh that, well, that's to keep the ghosts out.
0: Oh, I see. Yes,
1: sure. You know, they can walk right through the door, but they can't get by that chain.
0: <laughs> oh, so? Yeah. Where do these ghosts come from? Uh,
1: oh, well, you see, ghosts don't come from no place, <laughs> and they ain't going to no place. Well, what'd be the use? When they got there, they'd still be a ghost.
0: <laughs> now, you got something there. Uh, see, who are these ghosts, or uh, rather, who were they?
1: Uh, oh, uh, well,. Uh, Mostly gals that I've loved at one time or the other. <laughs> they're hurting me because I wouldn't marry them.
0: Um, they're all
1: female ghosts? Oh, no, no, no. Sometimes their husbands come up billy yaking around. You know, you ought to have a
0: rifle to protect yourself.
1: Uh, oh, no, no, not me. If a rifle went off, it might hurt something. Happy, huh?
0: why did you give Mildred German $60 last week?
1: Oh, is that all i give her? Huh? I should have given her more. <laughs> you know, sometimes I think I'm getting to be a monster. Then you did give it to her. Yeah, sure. I give lots of people money. <laughs> you want some, boys? It's right here in this box. Huh? Hey. Hey. There you are. Hey, just have a seat.
0: Say, that's a young fortune. Yeah. Where'd you get all that money?
1: Oh, you sent for it. I got, got the whole search for it dollar.
0: What uh Well, I, uh, This is stage money. Stage money. What do you do that?
1: Well, I ain't so tempted to spend that.
0: Listen, Happy, <laughs> why did you kill John Sherman?
1: Anything for a laugh, I always say. Where's
0: the gun you shot him with?
1: Uh, I didn't use no gun to shoot him. Well,
0: how'd you kill him, then?
1: <laughs> well... <laughs> Why don't you tell me? <laughs> maybe
0: we will sometime, Happy. But right now we're in a hurry. We'll come back and see you some other time. <laughs>
1: All right, boy. <laughs> I'll be waiting for you. <laughs> so long, Happy.
0: Well, that's running into a blank wall. Yeah, maybe we didn't run into a blank wall, Mel. Give me some more details about what people think of Happy. Well, nobody knows anything definite. They just say he's balmy, silly, nuts. What's the most outstanding thing they say about him? That he's harmless. Yeah? He's always telling people not to hurt anything. That's just what I've been thinking about. That's what interests me most. What do you mean? I mean I don't think he's as crazy as he's pretending to be. People that are a little nuts can be awful smart and cunning when they want to be. You mean you think he's just nuts about the subject of not hurting anyone? That's it, exactly. You mean you suspect, Happy? I mean just that. Oh, uh, I think he's completely known. Well, if he is, I'll be, too, before we're through with him. Let's get back to the office. I want to talk to Mildred German. Sit down, Mildred. What do you want? Mildred, you want the murderer of your husband caught, don't you?
2: Thought you'd made up your mind I did it.
0: Would you be willing to help us catch the man who really did it?
2: I don't know. Couldn't do much.
0: Maybe. Personally, I think Dan Phelps is the bird who killed your husband. You don't seem like the kind of a woman who'd have her husband murdered. Now, if you won't help us, it's going to look bad for you. What do you want me to do? Mel, you're pretty good at imitating voices, aren't you? Mm, fair. You think you could imitate John German's voice? I guess I could. Why? Well, tonight we're going to pay a visit to Dan Feltz's cell.
2: She'll really suspect, Dan, you're nuts. A well, Happy said he... Happy?
0: Said he'd what? Why did you take that dog with you to the dance, Mildred?
2: Well, Happy said the dog would bite him. He was afraid. Was afraid of what? I don't know. What's
0: Happy got to do with this? I don't know. So that's the way it is, eh?
2: That's the way it is.
0: Okay, lady. We'll do it the hard way, then. Lock her up, Mel. Looks like we won't need your imitations. I think we'll call on our friend Happy Williams. Oh. No. Keep your eyes open. Don't worry, I will.
1: What brings you bird-dogging around these parts? Hello, Abby. How are you? Remember us? We're our officers. <laughs> yeah, I should have it. Uh, you know, you look just like a couple of fellas that was here a while ago. Well,
0: that's funny. Yeah? Because we're the same fellow. <laughs> well, how about inviting us in?
1: Oh, sure, sure. Come on in and set us
0: better. Uh, We thought we'd come over and get acquainted with some of those ghosts we've been hearing about.
1: Yes, indeed. They'd be right pleased to make your acquaintance.
0: Don't they ever say Scare you happy?
1: Oh, well, they used to, kind of, but that was when we were strangers. <laughs> they make great like terrible company now.
0: You don't think they'll be around tonight, do you? Huh? Or do they run on regular schedule?
1: Oh, nope, nope. You just look around, and there they are. <laughs> There's one just went by the way, you see? Huh? Looks like a new one. Oh, yeah.
0: Huh? Yeah, that, that's probably John Drummond's though.
1: John German. <laughs> My goodness, when did he die?
0: You know when, Happy.
1: Oh, 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 oh. oh you oh, you're kidding now. How should I know?
0: Where'd you hide the rifle you shot him with, Happy?
1: Oh, now, it ain't polite you say things like that. You fellas got a wrong idea.
0: You're a great lover, aren't you, Happy?
1: Oh, how'd you know that? Oh,
0: the neighbors told us. Really? Yeah. yeah they told us lots of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mildred German told us some things, too. What did she tell you? You're in love with her, aren't you? <laughs>
1: That's
0: why you wanted John out of the way, isn't it? That's why you were afraid of the dog, isn't it?
1: No, it ain't so. There ain't a word of truth in it. If you keep talking like that, no, I won't like it. That's why you killed him, isn't it? Oh, dead nabbit, mister. will you listen to reason. I couldn't kill John without hurting him, could I? And I just can't stand this. See nobody hurt. I just can't stand it. It's the only thing that don't make me happy, and i just got to be happy. You hurt
0: John German plenty.
1: <laughs> oh, darn, John, Charlie, I can't stand it. You'll have to, Happy. <laughs> oh, you can't
0: fool me. <laughs> He's a ghost now, and ghosts can't see nothing. You're <laughs> right about that. But live folks can. What do you mean by that? I was just thinking of how Mildred... Hey. I was just thinking of how Mildred... Hey. I was just thinking of how Mildred German's going to feel when they hang her. No, no, they can't do that. You can't hang her. Mildred German killed her husband.
1: Don't let you do it. I'll stop you just like I stopped you. What, what is that? Get him.
0: Give me that me!
1: Give it to me.
0: <laughs> What's the bracelet on him, Mel? I got I got him. That's all we wanted, Happy. We'll prove this is the rifle that fired the shot into John German's throat.
1: All right, tellers, you got me. I did it. I shot him. He was a lousy hound. I loved her. I gave her the only money she ever had. I loved her, tell you. She was uh, beautiful, yes, and she was a good woman, too.
0: And you were just fooling us by pretending to be crazy, huh, and believing in ghosts?
1: Yeah, sure I was. But when you said you was going to hurt her, I just couldn't stand it.
0: Did she tell you to kill her husband?
1: Well, she said she was going to the dance, so I told her to take the dog along. And while they was gone, I'd uh, make my little (laughs) visit. He treated her like a dog, and he died like a dog. (laughs)
0: In just a moment, we will present the concluding facts in our case. Before closing, however, just a word about two trusted friends of the wise motorists. Take them with you, wherever you go. Police car performance, Rio Grande, cracked gasoline, and Rio Lube. The newest and finest motor oil sold in the West. Charges of first-degree murder were filed against Happy Williams, with Mildred German charged as an accessory. Although she denied that she had lured the old man to kill her husband, she was nevertheless found guilty and sentenced to prison. Williams was found insane and removed to State Sanitarium at Ucala. The wife's well-laid plan proves again that crime does not pay. County Sheriff's Office, card. the car, The coroner's car, a cancellation broadcast 253 regarding a barking dog. Suspect in this case is now in custody. That's all. Roll forward. This is your narrator, Frederick Lindsley, bidding you good night for Rio Grande. Next week at this time, Rio Grande will present The Case of the Tearless Magdalene. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.